You're listening to episode 2.31 of the Midlife Improvement Project, and in this week's episode, I am exploring the thought that we can learn to slow down time by adding adventure. Let's go. Welcome to the Midlife Improvement Project, a podcast about what really matters as you negotiate midlife. Some might call this time of life a crisis, but I want to introduce you to the idea that it's an awakening. This is a time to listen to your soul, to find your purpose, to reflect on what you really want to do and be in the days you have left here on planet Earth, and then write your own midlife manifesto. You are not less of yourself on the other side of midlife. You are more. This is a time to be celebrated, not tolerated. I'm your midlife wake-up coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. I'm a healthcare provider turned life coach who helps women in midlife lean into the magic of being a woman as we head into the second half. I help you to decide where you want to go next with this one precious life and really claim all of your big dreams and goals while caring less about what anyone else thinks about it. After all, if someone is going to be unhappy with your life, it shouldn't be you. In just a few weeks, I will turn 50, and as I head toward this milestone birthday, I want to use this podcast as my midlife manifesto. There will be no fading into the background and quietly living out my golden years with the assumption that my best years are behind me over here. I'm just getting started. I invite you to come with me. Listen in each week as I help you to wake up to what's possible for you in midlife as you learn to manage your mind, get curious about what got you here, and get clear about where you want to go next on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Well, hello there. It's been a minute since you got just me waxing about all things improvement and especially midlife improvement. I'm going to share a special episode in a few weeks right around my 50th birthday that will give you an update on how 2023 has been going so far and what I've been working on as I approach that milestone. Also, in just over a week, my husband John and I are leaving on our epic adventure to celebrate both our 10th wedding anniversary and my 50th birthday. So if this is your first time here, I'll just let you know that this trip has been in the works for a decade and it is so close. We are very excited. So if you aren't already following me on Instagram, head over there and give me a follow. My handle is at Dr. Peggy Malone. I will be sharing regularly there on stories so you can follow along as we head to Australia and New Zealand to go snowboarding and then to French Polynesia to chill for a week. It's going to be amazing. Um, If you happen to be listening to this in the future, after the epic adventure, you should still go and follow me on Instagram and check out the highlights for the trip. Okay, let's get into today's subject matter. You know how life seems to be speeding up as we get older? Remember when you were a kid and a 15-minute car ride to your friend's house or to the grocery store seemed to take forever? And never mind the one-hour trek to grandma and grandpa's house on the weekends, that took like 100 years. Summer vacations seemed to go on forever, and so did every grade in school. And now, when it's Monday morning, before you know it, it's Monday morning again. Entire years seem to be gone in a blink. For example, remember last year when there was a global pandemic? Oh wait, that was more than three years ago. I'm about to turn 50 next month, and it seems crazy to me because I was 19 like five minutes ago. This seems to be a universal challenge that all of the adults that I've talked to experience. Are you nodding along? You too? All right, let's talk about why all of us feel this way. Monotony collapses time. Novelty unfolds it. Joshua Four said this in Moonwalking with Einstein, the art and science of remembering everything. When you're a kid, everything is novel. Everything is new. You experience new, exciting things every hour of every day. 
every site, every concept, every person, every experience. Childhood is when we encountered all of these firsts and this newness. Then we grew up and we got into a routine. We go to work, we make meals, we take the garbage out, we pay the mortgage or the rent, and then we do it all again and again and again and again. Nothing is really new. It's tedious and often stressful, and it's mostly more of the same. It becomes monotonous. Monotony collapses time. Novelty unfolds it. This is why childhood went so slowly, and this is why adulthood goes by so fast. So what can we do about it? Well, let's start by acknowledging that all of us probably have an example or two in our adult lives where time expanded, or at least it seemed to. Think about when you went on a vacation, everything you saw was new. A week away somewhere seemed a lot longer, or time seemed to slow down as you saw and experienced new and interesting things. Maybe you can think of an example in your own life where you can remember very clearly so many details of where you went and what you saw, and you remember that time really did seem to go slower during that experience. Now, there's this interesting scientific theory, and it's called the oddball effect, and it helps to explain why cool, new, exciting, novel things create a perceived slowing down of time. A study done in 2004 showed participants a picture of a shoe on a screen over and over and over again, and then they showed them a picture of a flower just once. Most of the participants in the study believed or had the perception that the flower had been on the screen longer, even though it was actually on the screen for the same amount of time as the picture of the shoe. In this case, the novelty of the flower image, in contrast to the repeated shoe image, gave the participants' brains something new to process, making it seem like time expanded while they were viewing it. Our perception of time is rooted in the processing of the event. So the brain experienced something unusual or out of the normal run of events and therefore spent more time processing the event, storing as much information as possible on the new thing and providing a feeling or a perception that time actually slowed down. And just to make this even a bit more interesting, the neurotransmitter norepinephrine, which most of us know as adrenaline, can be involved in this effect as well. So to further explain how this works, let's do a quick review of what your brain's jobs are. Okay, here's what your brain has to do. Number one, be on the lookout constantly for threats because you might die and it needs to be hypervigilant to keep you alive. Number two, your brain's job is to conserve as much energy as possible. Your brain uses up a lot of your energy and it needs to be super efficient with that energy because you might have to run or fight so that you can prevent yourself from dying. So taking these things into account, you can see why your brain takes extra time to process anything new. Your brain sees it at first as something that might be a threat. And so it has to take in as much information as possible about the new thing to measure whether you might die. This extra time processing more information is the side effect that makes time seem to slow down. Also, anytime your brain thinks that something might be a threat, It sends a neurotransmitter into your bloodstream called norepinephrine or adrenaline. And this will come in handy just in case you might have to fight or run for your life. When the new thing that your brain is assessing is a picture of a flower rather than a picture of a shoe, the amount of adrenaline sent out is likely kept to a minimum because your brain very quickly assesses that this new stimulus is likely not going to kill us. And if it assesses that it's not going to kill us, it will efficiently conserve resources by going back to chilling out. But 
If the new thing is actually really scary or actually might kill us, your brain will dump a whole bunch of adrenaline into your, into your bloodstream. And your brain will also be taking in a ton of information in a short period of time to get as much information as possible about how to best survive the situation. Now, this is why people often report that time seems to slow down during scary or traumatic events like car accidents or natural disasters or other terrible things that happen to humans. Now, taking all of this information into account, here are the Coles notes. When your brain is exposed to something new, it takes in a whole lot more information about it and it releases adrenaline into your system. One or both of these things, and it doesn't seem clear in the research which is actually causing the effect, create the perception that time is slowing down. The way that we can use this information to our advantage and slow down our perception of the passing of time, especially at this time of life when time seems to be whipping by super fast, the way that we can take this information and use it to our advantage is to add new things to our life or to create novelty. This seems like a great idea. And once you know this detail, especially because you are listening to this, I know you were intrigued by all things personal development. You will go out and start doing all sorts of new stuff. At least I hope you do. I will add here though, that one pitfall that you may encounter here has to do with the second job that your brain has. And that is to be as efficient as possible. Your brain loves routine. It loves things to be the same. When things are routine and the same, there is no need to assess for threats and your brain uses so much less energy. This is one of the reasons why it's so hard to change. And it's a big reason why once we get into a routine, time goes by so quickly because your brain stops processing things in a slower way. It just takes a quick glance and declares, okay, business as usual. So you'll have to intentionally decide and fight back against your brain's impulse to just keep things status quo. So what can you add that's new? What kind of adventure can you bring to your life? You can add anything you want for reals, and it doesn't have to be huge. You can start small. Now, of course, John and I are going on this epic snowboarding adventure for five weeks, and I'm assuming that as a result of that, when everything will be new, time will really slow down for us. I'll report back and let you know what I felt. But you can start, you don't have to start by going on an epic adventure like this. You can start by doing something as simple as put your right shoe on instead of your left shoe on first. So if you, when you go to put your shoes on every day, you always put the the same one on every time, notice which one it is and switch it up. Or if you always brush your teeth with your right hand, switch to your left hand. Or when you're walking or driving to work, take a different route. Just give your brain some novelty. Maybe you could decide that instead of sitting on the couch and watching Netflix for two hours tonight, that you could go for a walk instead or play a board game. You could learn something new, like a new language, or you could learn how to play a new instrument, or you could take voice lessons. Um, I also want to add to this discussion something that I'm really intrigued by, and this is how adventure specifically can be so important for not only slowing time down, but also for personal growth. Now, I'll give the example for me. When I'm at my old lady gymnastics or when I'm snowboarding, sometimes the thing that I'm about to do is a bit scary. So obviously my brain is going to be really paying attention because it doesn't want me to die. This both slows down my perception of time and it brings me very acutely into the present moment. So most of us are so distracted by everything in 2023 that it's rare that we are extremely present. And I believe that there is magic in those moments. So if it's not old lady gymnastics or snowboarding for you, what do you think it could be? 
Is there something that makes you feel a bit nervous or scared that you could define as adventure and then lean into it to capture that intensity of being very present as your brain gets hyper-focused on keeping you alive? Maybe it's joining a club or a team or talking to a stranger, or maybe it's trying a new sport. I would love to hear what adventure you're going to try as you learn to be a time wizard or a time witch and really slow down time in this second half of your life. If you want to slow down time, go try something new. You got this. Let's go. And that's it for this episode of the Midlife Improvement Project. Remember that monotony collapses time and novelty unfolds it. Go out and look for some fun adventures. See the world with new eyes and childlike wonder to slow down this amazing part of your life. If you get the feeling that I might be your coach and you are interested in learning more about me and my work and perhaps how we could work together, especially as you navigate the challenges and adventures of midlife, come and sign up for my waitlist. If you're listening to this episode in real time, my husband, John, and I are getting ready to go on our five-week epic snowboarding adventure to celebrate my 50th birthday. As a result, my coaching calendar is currently closed, but it will be opening again as soon as I get back. Go sign up for the waitlist right now at www.drpeggymalone.com forward slash wake up, and I'll send you my five-week mini course called Wake Up to Life 2.0. During the time that John and I are away on the adventure, I'll send you an email every Monday with a short video and a worksheet that will help you to get super clear on where you want to go next with this one precious life. If you happen to be listening to this in the future, well, hello future. You can still go to www.drpeggymalone.com forward slash wake up and I'll send you the five week mini course because it will still be fun and relevant in whichever timeline you are in. Also, I'd love it if you would come and follow along on my epic birthday adventure on Instagram. You can find me there at Dr. Peggy Malone, and I'll be sharing what we are up to in my stories daily throughout the time that we are away. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's show and you don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple podcasts or wherever you usually listen. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it.